Balcor is a special place because it's made up of special people, and they're looking for more special people. That's right. They are hiring. You should know that a production technician at Ball is on the front line of the aluminum beverage can production process. The company offers a competitive $27.39 per hour with potential for increase at 6, 12, and 18 months on the job. So how do you find it? How do you apply? Well, you can text GOLDEN77222. You'll get linked directly to open positions. Or you can go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. Or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Uh, I am uh, D-Line, Eric Weedham, here to share with you the excitement of the Winners <laughs> Guys, you couldn't keep me away. The rest of the Nuggets guys are in health and safety protocols. Uh, I wasn't about to stand for that. I need the energy of the Winners Lounge. I need the, I need to pump hey! out. <laughs> They're here. Party crashers. <laughs> What's up, Eric? Uh, what's what's up? What, are you, what are you doing over there? I'm uh, just, uh, I was sitting in your chair for a while. No, what, be real. What, I love that you actually are sitting in your chair. Yeah, yeah. I had that, that was a creative decision. That I was, was like, a good creative decision. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want it to. Yeah. Well, thank you. Nice. Let's go, Nuggets. It's just not the same, not in person, guys. I'm not going to lie. It's not the same. Uh, we're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's Top Rated Sportsbook app. One, one, two bets, lost two bets, whatever. Comes out in the wash. But it doesn't even matter. I could have lost every bet, all of the money I've ever made in my life, every single penny. I wouldn't have cared because the Nuggets season back on track. I told you it was going to be back on track. This was the turning point game. It felt like it, at least in parts, it felt like that. The Nuggets looked great. Uh, and it was a lot of, more importantly, it was a lot of fun. This was a fun win. Yeah. Like, uh, Nuggets looked great for most of it win. So I'm pumped. Dude, you want to know why? Why? Because it was uh, every other game. <laughs> and this is the, and every other game, they look incredible. And then every other no, game, Eric, they look like your, garbage. Your vibes are off this year, man. You need a, re- you need a personal reset. I'm sending you know, on dude. vacation to reset your brain. Because you're right. You're thinking of the Nuggets all season. You're yeah. not thinking of the, the Nuggets going forward. They're different That's right. now, dude. Like, <laughs> you're leaf. thinking of the Nuggets pre-Orthodox. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about some old stuff. You're talking about some old stuff. Uh, I've also got Brendan Vote in the house. Fellas, what's cracking? I agree with you, Adam. That was a big uh, that was a big win, a vibes win, a reminder win. Dare I say a turn-the-page win? Let's go. Happy weekend. <laughs> I think so. I also got Superstar Dev. Here. First off, I just wanted uh, I wanted D line to go for a little bit long like that. That was amazing. The energy was there. I felt like he was getting back into himself. So yeah. I don't know why we didn't give him a little bit more time to shine. Because you know, go go for it, shine for me, Eric. Uh, should I go? Uh, what's going on online these days, guys? Let's find out, shall we? Kill. Uh, let's talk about the game that we just watched with the Denver Nuggets against the opponent. Uh, that they just played. I think it was the Kings, if I remember. Uh, let's Jesus. see. Nikola Jokic was uh, transcendent. Nikola Cook, Jokic Eric is Cook. the greatest player in the entire world. Uh, it is so unbelievably ridiculous that we get to watch this guy play on a night-to-night basis. When he decides he wants to take over a game, it is like nothing you've ever seen. It makes you curious as to why he doesn't do it all of the goddamn time. When he scored 25 points in, I think, 27 minutes, and like it wasn't even like he was making an effort to do so you see that with Jokic and you're like 
first off, why do we need the rest of the team? And like, why don't you do this every night? Um, I just, I can't say enough about this guy. The only thing, the only issue with tonight and Jokic's performance is that uh, because Jermichael Green got the start alongside of him, he stole nine of his rebounds in the first half, and I wanted to die. Nikola Jokic ends with 10 rebounds, thus snapping his uh, streak of 20 rebound games. I never wanted to see it end, but now I, uh, it just feels like a distant memory. Adam, what was your main takeaway from the game today? Wow. We yeah, like this. Why don't we just make him the host today? I mean, you're at, the, you're at the bar. You deserve the host seat. I like it. I'm, <laughs> I'm cool with it. Um, I'm actually going to disagree with you, though, on something here, Eric, a little bit. All right. I, well, I don't know if I'm disagreeing. I'm, point, I'm, I'm expanding on a point, maybe, maybe disagreeing. I don't think these things are a coincidence, that the guys came back and Jokic dominated once again. I mean, Jokic has been in a – slump over the last like seven games and that he's like only averaging 25 18 and six or something like that like yeah yeah it's it's 18 rebounds <laughs> yeah it's like he's in a slight slump or something like this but i actually honestly believe part of it is because teams like i've been talking about a lot on this show teams have been overloading on him the teams have been able to say like beat us any other way you can't we're gonna do this tonight was one of those nights where you get guys back and it's like oh teams have to guard you kind of honestly we're going to have to guard Jokic one-on-one a little bit. All right, let's right. see how that goes. It goes terribly. It goes miserably. The Kings got dominated by him tonight. I think Jokic played like he did tonight in large part because for the first time in weeks, he's got a supporting cast with him. It's yeah, so beautiful the, to see. One of the big things about basketball is the importance of um, spacing. Gravity, guys knowing how to play you know, alongside each other and um, the ability to just be able to um, go against what the opponents are giving you. There's no way you could double team and triple team him when he has, you know, his other guys around him that are making shots, knocking down the three-point ball, um, playing alongside him. And I felt like that was the game that Jokic has wanted. He wanted to be a guy that could go out and score. He could uh, set guys up. He doesn't have to go out there and play hero ball where he's grabbing every single rebound and putting his body on the line. Like, I think that that was a big part of, you know, guys coming back. You got to see him in the rhythm and feel comfortable. That was the first time in a long time I felt like Jokic felt comfortable. I know that the numbers is going to say that he's dominating every other game with 30 points and 18 rebounds. But, I mean, he's not shooting every single shot. He was a lot more efficient. He got back to those ways. He got pissed off in the game and decided to just take in the time and it, it, it does it did have something to do with just having his guys that he's comfortable with alongside. Yeah. yeah it's true vote what did you see tonight in tonight's game i'd love to hear your uh your thoughts please <laughs> well first of all i do think that getting that starting backcourt as it stands monte in their back adam's absolutely right it just felt like everyone had much more room to breathe as opposed to faku river's the geometry of the floor was obviously different. Every bucket felt more replicable, more sustainable, at least to me. Uh, it was almost like getting that second lung back. You know what I mean? Like taking full breaths for the first time in a few games. So I definitely saw that. And then my big takeaway, guys, the number one thing I want to talk about tonight. Jokic, Jokic could have and might have gotten into his head and spiraled over the referees tonight. He might have earned a tech and he might have earned an ejection, but he tried something different. He smiled. We saw the jokerfication, the origin. He gave him a look, he's, and, and then he gave the Kings some buckets. And uh, look, he needs to be getting these calls, but what he can control is his own response. And if his own response is to go into F you, you can't guard me mode, um, and by the way, that was a foul, but I'll just smile at you, 
I'm all the way here for it. It was arguably my favorite part of the game. Uh, the Joker on Orthodox Christmas getting it done. Unbelievable. So do you think, is it possible that Nikola Jokic watches the same feeds we watch and sees the Delta Dental commercial over and over and over where it suggests that you just smile at your fellow man and all of the uh, problems that you have will be resolved? And he's taking that to heart? Is that what you're suggesting? No, I don't no, think, I think so. It was great to see him go back to the idea of you piss me off. Now I'm going to punish them. And we did see that a lot of times last year when he was on his MVP campaign where he's just like, hey, if you guys are going to do this to me, I'm going to do this to them. So Alex Lynn was a victim tonight. We all got to watch him. <laughs> and, and he really just went off on him after that. But like that was great to use his energy to like not, you know, take a cheap foul, not to, you know, try to go out there and hit somebody hard or, or anything like that. He was like, okay, now I'm going to score every single time down. Now yeah. I'm going to destroy the defense and, and just take away everything. And guess what? This is your fault. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't you think some of that comes from what we're talking about that there was just much less visible and like palpable frustration on the court. Like, what vote is talking about, like taking mm. a deep breath. Like it just, it felt like there was fluidity in the, in their offensive side of the bone or of the bone of the court. And like, they were actually just sort of like working together as opposed mm. to just against one another. And it really, I mean, I felt the same way. I felt like my blood was flowing again, watching this game. And you just see what it does, especially to Jokic, like you guys are talking about. Like it just opens up his game. He's able to have so many more opportunities available to him to take guys to the rim, to be more aggressive on offense and not have to always just pass out because, yeah, there's not just a guy coming and doubling him every single possession. Um, it was just beautiful, man. Like this is just one of these games, especially after the last game in the last week where mm. Nuggets have been awful to watch. Twitter has been ablaze. People are scolding one another on how to approach, you know, watching the Denver Nuggets. And like you get a game like this immediately afterwards. It's so cathartic and it reminds right. you why you're like, it's fun to watch Nuggets. Sports are fun when things are going well. Smiles are natural and buckets are free. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What, what, do you guys have anything else, Adam, you'd like to add? I, we, your insights are always great. Well, I, I actually don't know like Jokic how he handled the officials tonight was interesting because you're right that he there was a moment where I thought he was going to get a tech and actually he got a delay of game or something right like mm -hmm. yeah. it, it was almost like the ref was too chicken to give him a tech when he was trying to get one they're like the delay of game uh we'll compromise but I actually feel like he did um you know he did push the envelope towed the line and then he did just go into fu mode and I love it I tweeted this out about his three-pointers when he takes that three, when it's like, oh, the official just called or missed the call on me, I'm shooting a three just to spite him and nail. Like he's he's, I honestly got a shooting eighty percent on those. Um, <laughs> so you're right. I don't. I think he handled it well tonight. I would say more that he didn't handle it well. He got off the hook because they didn't tee him up, and then he went into fu mode, and it was awesome. So beautiful. There's nothing more beautiful than our, when our benevolent king goes into fu mode and he's able to skate by and doesn't take it out on the refs. Doesn't become petulant, but becomes aggressive. It's beautiful. I love to Tony, see Tony it. Brothers would have teed him up tonight, though. Oh, like, for he sure. I would have thrown him out. For sure. For sure. Uh, no question. It, Faku Compazzo got a T tonight. Oh, but I guess we'll get into that later. Let's not, let's not get into that just now. Who should we talk about next? I'll tell you who I was unbelievably impressed by next. Uncle Jeff Green. Wow. Hell yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. This guy is... 
uh, I believe my age, very old. Uh, he doesn't, it seems like he shouldn't be um, athletic at all anymore. Just looking at him. I think, it, I think honestly, like I've allowed myself to take, put too much stock in that bald spot on the back of his head. He feels much <laughs> older than he actually is. I think <laughs> and he comes back uh, after having been out of the lineup for however many games and just looks so fresh, so springy, uh, making shots, making dunks that like, honestly, we have not seen around these parts since Will Barton used to be able to jump. I don't know what to do with myself. Adam, what did you see out of beloved Jeff Green? He's rolling to the rim. I had a nice, nice little chemistry with Faku. I mean, when the starting lineup came out tonight and they had Jamichael Green in the starting, you know, it made sense since Jeff Green was just coming back. But one of the things I wondered was, well, this is probably one going to work because when you give Jokic, it's more about the backcourt than the frontcourt anyway. So when you give him these guys, okay, it's probably going to work. And I wondered if it would stick. And I do think it's an interesting question that Jeff Green looks so good as a rim-rolling five. By the way, he did this last year for the Brooklyn Nets, so this is not like completely out of nowhere. Jeff Green can do this against small ball lineups. And he honestly, he just looked great. Was it two or three dunks in a row he had off of pick? Two dunks. Yeah, yeah, three. He had one of his patented kind of reverse little thingies. Dude, he was also here's the thing, Eric. I liked about because I'll let other guys talk about the dunks and the rolling. I like that he had some fire in him today because we talked. Jeff Green has a little bit of Wilson Chandler syndrome where it's like he never seems to be that like emotional, Mm. you know, very stoic. Tonight he had let out a couple, you know, like fist pumps and screams and stuff, and it was good to see. Yeah, would you see vote? Yeah, same thing. I mean, the rim roller. And, you know, it actually, there were some moments where Jermichael Green was doing that alongside Faku of late. And even for some of his poor performances, I thought it was something. He's had a couple of thunderous dunks. Those were rolls off picks with Faku. Zeke Najic has tried it alongside Faku. And it just makes me laugh because I remember Michael Malone calling Faku one of the best pick and roll players in the world before the season started and then they ran straight pick and pops for a month off the bench (laughs) um and so i know some of it is personnel limitations and all of that but i don't care who it is just roll hard to the rim and and there's something there that looks a little different than just perimeter guys swinging or dancing and, and all that so jeff green of course i mean some of those finishes were ridiculous but chemistry with faku give give faku a role partner i think you're wasting how do you turn every segment into a faku life. segment it's unbelievable we're talking about jeff green god damn it hey they were they were together tonight hand in hand you know, i know you, hand in hand. you went too far you went too far you completely Sorry, shift gears you hijacked this jeff green moment for faku you're not wrong but you're a little bit wrong dev Talk, talk about talk about uh, Jeff Green, please. So for Jeff Green to come back, like uh, first off, first off, he just brings the flair to the team that they desperately needed, especially coming off of a two-game um, losing streak. For them to have um, their go guy back, that's I'm not going to call him like the um, like the heartbeat of the team or anything like that, but like they kind of go as he goes. As far as like he brought the energy off the bench, they needed a guy to bring it in. He had such an impactful game, and he only played 16 minutes in that game. He did everything in small spurts that, like, basically just changed the outcome of the game. Um, and and with Jeff Green, it's just so many smart reads that he does that, like, opens up the offense and also makes the defense have to shift in so many different ways. Um, he went 7-9 from the field, and the two, the two misses that he had was from the three-point line. So, like yeah. – Everything else, he's just getting to to where he needs to be. And like you, like we said, the, the rim running, um, you know, just the grabbing the rebounds and going up for an easy basket or just 
making guys have to like get off of their guy for a split second because if they don't, he could go up and finish or he's just going to make the smart play. So I feel like he did a lot of the same things as far as not forcing the issue, but he was making them. So you got to keep going with them. Definitely. Uh, You know what? I think because I was so overjoyed with the idea of being able to run this show that I've been a mere passenger on for so long. Finally, I have the reins. I think I I buried the lead coming in. The the main lead is the Nuggets literal players are back. The Nuggets are back. Their actual players are back. We don't know Chrysalis Johnson. No, uh, (laughs) Tyreek Taylor. Hey, Chrysalis Johnson was there tonight. He just wasn't dressed. I just mean like we're like actually when you get down to the end of the bench, it's like Zeke Najee again. Like when I was telling uh, Edgar who came into the bar and explaining our uh, journey the last like (laughs) month or so with the Denver Nuggets. And he's like, I'm like, they're, you know, we're, we're signing a lot of hardship deals. He's like, who's the lowest profile player that has suited up for the Denver Knights. And I was like, Chrysalis Johnson. He's the, <laughs> like, that's how it's been. Like Davon Reed has been the grizzled vet of now 10 day contracts. <laughs> Poor guy worked his whole life to make it. Uh, Carly Jones. I know I'm an asshole. Wait, don't wait, even wait, know his name. It's Car- Carly Jones. Anyway, the point being Chrysalis. it's, it's crazy now that, the actual nuggets are back. You're like, oh, right. Yeah. Like these guys, like that's right, right, right. It feels suddenly more hopeful. How, how did you, how do you rate the players that came back tonight, guys? Oh, I know it's huge. Honestly, like I put this out earlier about how Jokic tonight got guys back. And someone said, it's funny that the guys back were Jeff Green, Zeke, Najee, Monte. It's like, no, yeah, that's right. Guys, Monte who can dribble and shoot on pick and roll. That's really big. Jeff Green, who gives you another athlete and versatile guy tonight. He was a rim roller. That's big. And even Zeke Naji knocked down a three tonight, did some good things defensively. So, it, I mean, it, it's funny, but it really is big to have those guys back. Well, the stars are also out. So it definitely helps to have the next line of guys. That's I mean, so it, there, there's a yeah. threshold you reach where it's like, yeah, it's, it's bad to not have your rotation players. Weird yeah. that that has to be explained. It's like going to a party and you're like, let's see, all my best friends left, but... There's a guy here that I just met 10 minutes ago. Uh, why is this party not that great? <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, it's been this brutal. <laughs> this reminds me, I was on uh, like a, a camping trip or a road, a road trip one time with some buddies in college, had no money. And we, for the trip, we had to decide we were going to buy mac and cheese for like every dinner. <laughs> we had to decide whether we Wait, were you four years old on this trip. <laughs> no, I was eight, oh. 19, 20. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just heard mac and cheese. I'm sorry. Without milk or without butter, we chose without butter. So you you decided to eat the ingredients. You decided to eat mac and powder. (laughs) Mac powder and and milk. That's not mac and cheese. Yeah. What What did you see tonight? Tell me about the guys that came back. Well, first off, I think that I mean one of the big leads that we didn't talk about first before we get there is the fact that they are uh, beat the Kings without Michael Malone. Like I think that that's like a, a big thing, and there has to be something to that. I can't wait till he comes back so they could discuss it. But like, I mean, the Kings were missing their best player, Rashawn Holmes. Like that's what they're <laughs> that's they're what happens. They're missing their best player. Um, but no, really, it was it was important just to get the guys back and just to not only to get them back, but to start like them back and look like themselves. Like they didn't, you know, just go out there and go through the rhythm. Um, and, and the guys that came back actually played well and they actually played meaningful minutes. And that's with a backup coach. So, you know, when they get their coach back, 
they're really going to be all the way back or as close to healthy as possible. So it's been great to see Monte back. Um, Jeff Green played extremely well. Um, Zeke Naji got into the game and did a little bit of things, but just not having to go to the Carly Jones and, you yeah. know, you're to not see Davon Reed, but like Bo Bowles and things like that. That's <laughs> what you want to be at at this point in, in the season where you're not having to rely on those guys. I know. It's, it's funny you say that. Like, that's a, this is the thing that happens during the season. You're like, well, this is the portion of the season where 85% of your players are out. We all go through it every year. You just got to get through it. This is the worst. This is the craziest year ever. What did you see? Well, I was just going to say that it was a great point to bring up the coaching thing. I mean, I know it's so obvious that we almost didn't talk about it a lot. I, I discussed this with Wind, and I know that some people don't want to hear this at all. They see it as excuses. But to me, um, I like not a coincidence that Jordy Fernandez returned tonight and, and things looked a little more in sync um, that the, the the starters returned and things looked a little more in sync, like all these things, but including the coaches. Uh, by the way, Popeye, who's like, what is he in terms of head coach on the depth chart? Like fourth string? <laughs> right. Uh, and he's a guy that would yeah. be Carly focused Jones on the defense anyway if he wasn't yes. coaching, especially without Jordy. So getting these guys back, um, I do think it's going to mat- It's going to help in terms of the organization, in terms of stopping some of these runs. Just less of those moments where guys are looking around like, what, what the hell are we supposed to do right now? <laughs> Popeye Jones is definitely like if Zeke Naji was forced to play point guard. Or right. Like, wait, wait a second. What I'm out of position. And that's not a knock. But you want or like a, a or like a or like a different instrument. Oh man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> there was there was a real <laughs> there was a real time tonight when uh, the start of the second half, the Kings go on a big run, and the players all look at Popeye, and he's like, "Let's keep running." And one of the players is like, "No, time out." <laughs> And I don't know if you guys noticed it, but they like Popeye was not going to call one of the players like, yo, we need a timeout. We're about to blow a lead. Speaking of timeout, guys, it's time to take a commercial break. Can you believe it? We made it through the first second. Unbelievable. Uh, Let's throw it to our good pal, Brendan Vogt, with a few messages. We've been pushing sexy pizza (laughs) on you folks. Uh, And really the way we've been telling you to get it is to come to the tailgate. But... Starting January 8th, uh, fans can get 20% off their online orders using promo code SEXYDNVR. So you do not have to come to the tailgate to get sexy pizza inside of you. You can just order it. Use promo code SEXYDNVR. You're going to get 20% off that pizza. If you're curious what sexy pizza is, 13 years in the Denver community. Uh, They're local. They're philanthropic. They're Colorado, baby. So hit them up, get that pizza, and use code DNVR. Or I'm sorry, use code sexy DNVR for 20% off your order. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. This is brand new. Before, we've just been partnering with them and telling them to try it at our fantastic tailgates, of which tomorrow is the last one. Come out. Let's uh, kick this Broncos season into hell like where it belongs, but let's do it in style. But this time, we actually have a discount for you for sexy pizza. This is a big deal. 20% off for DNVR listeners. That's right. So eat that. Eat, eat as much pizza as you want. Like, don't even worry about it. And don't even worry if you about need, it. like, if you need, like, okay, I've been eating a lot of pizza. I haven't been brushing my teeth much. <laughs> Check out Green Mountain Dental Group. Because we've had go. several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years. And listen, fans of the show, they know by now. When you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, an exam, you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. That's a great value. That's an exceptional value. Uh, they're going to help you take care of your teeth. They're going to give you the right tools to take care of your teeth. And while you're there, no awkward small talk. They're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like you, just like me, just like all of us here at TNVR. Let's, Let's do segment two, guys. 
Let's go. Segment two. I did not, uh, because of uh, because this show essentially started as a joke in oh. a bit, we didn't mention that the show is brought to you by Lightshade. That is That's the right. premier dispensary in all the land. Uh, also, as I mentioned, every single time I'm allowed to talk during commercials, uh, it is the closest business to my home, Lightshade. It's very, very convenient for me. Greatest sponsor of all time. Okay, guys, segment two here on the Winner's Lounge DNBR Nuggets postgame show. Adam, what, what did you think the next biggest storyline, in your estimation, was on this game? Um, the next biggest storyline? Let me go through the box score here. I don't know. Honestly, that was the two big storylines were those two guys. Uh, Bones Highland, maybe. Like, Bones Highland had a uh, – He's had a rough stretch, guys, especially from three-point shooting. Mm. Tonight he goes three of six, including two in a row, and they were important ones. Like, they were those ISO threes that the Nuggets desperately need that second unit to have. So um, him having a little bit of a bounce back. He still had some moments in there that you're like, ooh, that's the stuff that you're a little worried of. Here's one thing I'll say about him that I think is a little bit weird. I feel like his feel for the game has gone backwards, and that part's a little bit concerning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like early on, I was like, wow, his IQ is through the roof and his mm. feel. And it's gone backwards. And to me, that's the sign of a guy that's probably um, like stressed, overthinking. Like, you know, he's in the part where he's actually – it's like when you study for a test and you get so nervous for it that you actually get worse at the answers. I feel like that's <laughs> kind of what the phase he's at. Dude, right. he's reverting to per- pure Hooper. He was learning to be a – a basketball player now he's reverting to being a hooper because you're right he's feeling uncomfortable he's going to back w- to what makes him comfortable uh are you not going to say dude, anything about my my friend i brought everyone up the in the we were the, the, the chat, chat is talking about it's it the yeah the chat was yeah. but the host of the show i just thought he would give me a little uh give chemo well adam it's different first off uh we're here to talk no, about the Denver Nuggets. i'm not here to make friends all right i'm here to host the goddamn show now, if you want people to talk to you about your dog you just have to bring it up like you just did so fine you got your I little just moment brought it up did you bring the dog up because you knew we were going to talk about Bones Highland? Is that how that works? <laughs> um, like, Brendan Vogt, what did you say tonight from uh, yeah, Bones Highland? Really so yeah, I mean, well, it was fun to see him dance and huh? get into the lane again. I just think to Adam's point, I, I don't want to belabor the point because I've said this before, but the, the Bones stuff isn't super hard. They don't have to throw our Sherlock Holmes hats on here. You know what I mean? He's a rookie, been in and out of the rotation. Who he plays with is different all the time. So that we might see some, you know, ebb and flow. That doesn't surprise me at all. Tonight wasn't necessarily a great process game from him and more just he hit his shots. I don't care. I'll take that. Yeah, I, know, right? I, I would like to see the good process stuff, but I'm not not going to nitpick tonight, especially when the bench can take whatever they can get. But I do remember there was a certain canny like aspect to him when he, when he navigated pick and rolls. Uh, there, there was just um, – yeah, he was putting it all together, and it'd be nice to see him get into the paint routinely again and all that. But tonight, yeah. just go good to see him knock down the shots. It's awesome. Yeah, Dan, yeah. what'd you see, man? It was, it was great, like to see him actually like score the basketball and to knock mm-hmm. down, you know, threes. He was doing the same like step backs and you know contested shots. But when you start to see one go, and that's how it, you know that just kind of show how he has to be in a rhythm. He saw one go in, and he's like, okay, I feel good. I, I feel loose, and I'm going to get to my spots. I'm going to score. I, I can get it going. Um, it is, you know, pretty interesting that Adam said he does look stressed because, you know, that's something that I've been seeing as well. It just seems like he wants to be like a home run hitter every single time that he's out there. But when he doesn't, he feels like he's letting himself down. So, um, do y'all hear that? That's the, is that the bar? 
Yeah, dude, it's popping over here. Listen, I'm in the winner's lounge. You guys are all sequestered in your so true H and SPs, dude. It's not. There's no H and SPs going on over here. We're getting down. We're popping here. Uh, the, the bar. The bar tonight was was small but mighty. It was not. It was not full. People are, you know, a little trepidatious about going out. I understand. Uh, but the people that were here were loud AF. It felt great. Uh, it felt great to scream for the Denver Nuggets again. It felt like I was back in an old comfortable pair of shoes. Uh, oh, I loved it. Nice. What? Thanks. Oh, I like that. An old pair of shoes. Yeah, it was an old pair of shoes that I found out back in the dump. And every other time I put them on, they're terrible. I, I, uh, I said this, though, honestly, as we're talking seriously, though, for a second about Bones Highland, I really do feel like this is going to be a uh, – this stretch is where I think he gets back to playing good basketball. I mean, I, I really think people – underestimate the value of not having to travel constantly. And the Nuggets have had to do that, honestly, for yes. two months. Two months they've been basically yes. on the road, home for three days, on the road. And and they're about to get a, a, breast, uh, a break from that, and I really do think he gets some traction. This is such a great point. I was thinking about this. I mean, we were talking earlier on about how uh, our diagnosis of what Bones Highland has been uh, ailing from is just a lack of consistency and a lack of uh, being in the rotation for a various amounts of reasons for being in the protocols for hurting his ankle. When he plays four games, he's off three games. He plays four games. He's off three games. Always in like the fourth game, he starts to heat up again, feel comfort, not feel like he's trying to figure out what to do and overthinking exactly what you're talking about. And just like, so when he's not comfortable, it seems like he just reverts back to things that have worked for him in the past. And so he's just got to like be in the game and stay with the team and all of those things, build the chemistry. Um, I loved it, man. Like I'm so heartened every time bones plays well. Cause it just, you just see it. You just see it in that guy. Like he's just has got such like unbelievable skill. It's just always, you know, mental and, mistake and, or things. And he's an asset at home. Like he is, he's a, he's a source for vibes and excitement, play to yes. play quarter to quarter, run to run. And then also across the season, right? Like remember that first third, that was like we were getting in the winner's lounge going, who wants to take the bone segment, right? And so seeing him, I think, like he, he got into the little salsa dance or whatever it was tonight oh, after yeah. he hit that bucket. Like he's a showman. And I do think, he's you know, that showman. bench that bench is going to feed off of coming out, playing hard, making some plays, ball arena gets behind them. Like there's a snowball compounding effect. So true. And I think Bones can really play into that. He's that kind of guy. So it was cool to see him do that type. Dude, that snowball effect you're talking about, you know what that is? Those are vibes, Brendan. Vibes, he brings Brandon. the vibes when it's a game of uh, runs, Eric. Game of runs. Oh, it's a game of runs. Dude. It's a game of runs. A game of vibes. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what else we buried the lead on? We didn't even. I mean, we gave voice to it. How many leads do you have? Focus. That's the thing about this game. It's so multifaceted. I can't believe how I fucked up at the beginning of the show. Well, I can't believe it. Uh, tonight, Orthodox Christmas. We didn't talk about how it's Orthodox Christmas, obviously. Kale, show yourself. Let us know. It's Orthodox Christmas. Oh, Kale's not ready. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Look at him. Oh, Look at this. How, who could lose on a night like this? Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, <laughs> Merry Orthodox Christmas, specifically <laughs> to my favorite Serbian, Nikola Jokic. Let's go. Let's go. How and would anyone lose? Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, big shout, shout, shout. How would anyone lose on a night like tonight where Kale would wear that stupid outfit? That's how could <laughs> right. we do it? <laughs> uh, so sorry for burying those many leads. Are there any uh, secondary leads you guys wanted to talk about outside of? Did you want to finally get into Faku, Brendan? Do you want to do it? I already did, man. And you reprimanded <laughs> me for it. You're out of Faku. That was all. I thought you that maybe had point. a more. Oh no, I got one more. How about the oh. block that steel thing at the end to Whoa. seal it? Just laughing out loud to myself like a maniac. <laughs> Faku's such a treat. Dev, Dev, what, what's something you saw tonight that you thought was uh, noteworthy, worth talking about? Really, I just think that uh, just breaking down like the rotation. I, like, really, I think that there's a, a important piece of not having to go so deep into the bench and giving guys time like on the bench, giving guys uh, like time to actually play and to find some type of like rhythm. Um, and, and get into a groove um, before they're forced to just overplay themselves. I think a lot of times guys were having to overplay where that's where a lot of the mistakes were coming from. Um, so now you see them out there laboring. Now on defense, they're having to give too much energy to try to, um, you know, play flawless basketball. And then, like, the the turnovers are compounding or they're starting to, you know, get cooked on the defensive end. So I think that, like, just bringing guys back, like, goes a long way of, just having guys like be fresh guys, not having to like do too much. And also that's when you see that second unit be able to win or to just try to, you know, keep pace where now the starters could come back in and do it. So I think that was big. Do you think one question I'd have for the panel here, if, if, if I were hosting this one, I know I you're ask- not. So I'll, so I'll just cut you off right there. <laughs> what I'm wondering about, <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead, Adam. What, what were you thinking? So I think the guys that played tonight, I think Denver's back to full health. So my question is, who starts this next game and who should start? Um, And by the way, Michael Malone, not back. A lot of the guys that went out at the exact same time, assistant coaches and everything, all came back. Michael Malone lagging a little bit behind those guys, but presumably will be back here soon, I imagine. Um, So that that would be my question. Who do you think actually becomes the starter? Jeff Green, Jermichael Green? I mean, it should be Jeff, right? Go ahead, Dev. I was going to say, I think that you like you stick with what's working for now, but like it's like a case by case. Like there's going to be situations where, you know, you're going to have a a wing. So you have to like shift people over. Um, You're going to have to have like a big like roster where you have to shift over. And I know that a lot of times you don't want to have to um, change who you are or like what the team's identity is. But there are going to be times that you do that. And then plus there's such a small shift with them that, you know, it does it doesn't matter. We talk about all these um, big components of the game. Will Barton got to play the two guard. That that was big. Like just having a guy, you know, at the three guard that can play that or at the four and, you know, you just shifting people over. So I feel like it'd be case by case, but you ride the hot hand right now. Jermichael Green played well as a starter. Let him go out there and get it. You did it for a reason. Let him stick with that until it doesn't work. And then you go with Jeff Green and you could just interchange. Yeah, that's interesting. You wonder if, uh, I mean, it, I, it's probably one of these things that's just so obvious that it's disgusting to even think about. But like, w- w- I bet Jamichael Green looked a lot better tonight because he played with Jokic. <laughs> like, whoever you put next to, right. like, if he's playing with the bench, he looks horrific and unplayable. Right. If he plays with Jokic, suddenly he has the ability to just catch passes under the rim and and get putbacks and get a bunch of rebounds. And uh, so that's a great point. I mean, my initial like knee jerk was like put the better player who I uh, my opinion is Jeff Green into the starting lineup but 
maybe there's, I mean, you're right. It works so well tonight. Maybe there's something to the chemistry that Jeff Green has with a Faku that has, uh, you know, with a lot of those other players that he's not able to get with the, well, he can play obviously in the starting lineup, but I guess it's just better to have J Mike be able to produce and both of them produce. Interesting. Interestingly enough tonight, though, the Nuggets starters, great start to this game. I mean, fantastic. They were not great the second stint in the second quarter. They were awful in the third stint. And then in the fourth one played about even. So just something to think about. That starting lineup, it felt so great because of how great that first one. But if you go down the plus minus, I know there's some noise in this. But uh, Jermichael Green plus two, Aaron Gordon plus one, Barton and Jokic both zeros, Monte Morris a negative one. This game was actually won with that second unit minutes. Um, but again, some of this is noise because the Nuggets were up big to close this game, and then the Kings made some like garbage time, a fake run at the end, and garbage time to, to cut it. Also, kind of chats with Will Barton starting out hot, then cooling off as it go it goes, and all those things. Um, yeah, Blue Steel hit him with it. He can't turn <laughs> left though. He can't turn left. It's really weird. Um, I mean, it's really easy to say tonight, right? After it all worked out, like it's easy to go. Oh, give Faku the pick and roll partner. And like, oh, Joe Michael looks better alongside Jokic. Maybe there's something to that. One dynamic I kind of liked was seeing um, rebounding prowess as a unit, like AG, Joe Michael, and Jokic together. And Jokic didn't have to get 23 rebounds. Oh, uh, yes, he did. <laughs> I know that we wanted him to, but he didn't have to. And my guess is that he probably enjoyed that part a little more. Um, he just, he's he got to do him. so much to have to grab 20 rebounds a game is a, is a lot, man. And so maybe that dynamic, there's life to it. But of course, I don't want to just go too, um, too reactionary. Like, it's very easy to say after everything just looked great. I'd be curious to see how it looks again with another try. Yeah. yeah. Just think about uh, guys at their like natural position or just guys not having to play at their position. And we just also gave, you know, Will Barton, not a pass, but like just a, like him being at the two just looks better. There's just yep. better flow um, to the offense. Does the same thing apply for Jermichael Green? You look at this game and he did not foul out. He didn't even get close to fouling out. And there has to be something to the fact that he's not guarding a center who he's not as big as, he's not as strong as, and he's like not out of position. So if he's not fouling the entire time, it's because he's able to, defend who's in front of him so yeah putting him in the starting lineup do you think that changes the fact of why he's playing so bad or plays more into it if you got a a guy that's a forward playing against centers he's going to be out of position I mean, that, that makes sense it makes sense I mean, we always see that i mean it's just such a that that's like the real story of the season right is that it's just there's just so much next man up there's so much like man we just have to make it work with what we have because we've constructed the team in such a way that it is actually built to win it's just not we don't have all the pieces available to us so we just have to tread water and that means playing out of position that means playing with new partners all the time like just kind of having to make it work just because there are games um so i mean i i absolutely buy into that theory that makes a lot of sense to me like one thing I wanted to talk about just because, and you hit on it just a little bit. Um, the idea, I mean, since he's, we've been killing him is uh, Will Barton. Like Will Barton to me looked pretty good tonight. Like he, um, I haven't really checked the stats, so maybe he, he didn't shoot well, I but I agree with you that I liked his game. He, uh, like you know what I, he did, Eric? He drove a lot and he found got like six assists and it felt like anecdotally off the top of my head, three of them were driving and dumping it off. Michael Green specifically, which was a weird two-man chemistry emergent. But I agree. Like, it wasn't his best night as a shooter, and we know the defense is touch and go, but a little better at the natural position, Eric. 
And then I liked him as a playmaker and I liked him as one of the few guys who was driving tonight, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. wow. We should hit our other break. We got Harrison here. Let's go. I, I, hold on. Yeah, did, you, did anybody else want to say anything? All right. You know what? Let's go to break, guys. Uh, we've got Harrison coming on here soon, and we want to make sure we get to him. So vote, please. Um, My favorite football team, the New York Giants, are a dumpster of sadness. Your favorite football game team, the Denver Broncos, are the epitome of mediocrity. But you can still get skin in the game with DraftKings, baby. <laughs> America's top-rated sportsbook. They've got an unbelievable offer for all football fans to get in on the action. New customers can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game. And if they do so, you win $200 in free bets. Bet 5 to win 200 Sounds good to me. And remember, DraftKings Sportsbook customers can bet on football with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game. For a bigger payout, the more legs you add, the more money you can win. If you don't know how to how to build your own parlay, but you want to get into it, check out DNVR Bets, hosted by Ryan Koningsberg, Andre Simone, on YouTube, on all the other platforms. It's a DNVR show. You know how to watch it. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. Must be 21 over. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Zero, zero. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, Colorado, Colorado, I know you have more than one way to recreate. Some people like their, their fancy bottles of wine. Some people like their marijuana. So oh. check out Lightshade, Colorado's premier dispensary with 10 locations, soon to be 11 locations. And just know that whenever you go in there and you use code DNVR, they should be giving you 25% off your entire order not five percent not ten percent and not just the first time you come in every single time 25 percent off uh for those of you who are experienced in these stores you know that's a great deal check it out tell them we sent you also check out their escape artist topical brands while you're in there light shade dispensary colorado's premier dispensary use code dnbr oh man was that sweet nice work uh, guys, quickly, before we go to Harrison uh, Wynn, who's it, at Ball Arena, is going to give us great insights, I have no doubt. One thing we've missed, we did not talk about the king of the game. Are you talking about the DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game? No, I'm talking... You know what? Actually, yes, I am. The DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook king of the game. I've, uh, I and I alone have decided to award it to Nikola Jokic, who I and I alone thought had a superior performance tonight in the court. He put together... Look at these stats, guys. 33 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. It looked early on like perhaps, perhaps the triple-double was in store tonight, but then the assists dried up a little bit. The rebounds got higher, but obviously not high enough. We'll never forgive him. Uh, but the points, that's what I, I was so impressed by tonight. He was really going for it. Look at that Look at that photo, the glowing Gatorade, oh, the like dude. golden hue, the, the spotlight cast on him, and this is a gorgeous photo. You know what this looks My like? This God. looks like... Uh, and this is right up your alley, Adam. This looks like uh, he's playing Castlevania, and he's in oh, Dracula's castle, and he's, yeah. he, he's like drinking some life elixir to get some life. Wow. Man, anyway, wow. So Let's go to Harrison so Wind in Ball Arena to find out what the coaches had to say, what the players had to say. I cannot wait to hear from him. Oh, what's up, guys? I'm loving this, uh, this like, souped-up D-line, man. This, who is this guy? <laughs> he's on one. This is online with D-line, D-line. This is a, this is D-line that's allowed to talk. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? 
tell us, bro. You tell <laughs> us. Uh, just wait for you. Just wait for you. Of, tell, tell, describe hey, the vibes tonight at the I mean, have, you guys been, have you guys been talking shit about me or something? I come on here and just <laughs> silence. <laughs> well, we're, yes, we have been talking shit about you. The whole chat's been talking shit about you. What do you think happens when you're not here, Harrison? You think we're just singing your praises? Well, anyway, uh, tell us about the vibes tonight. It's a little, it's a little awkward tonight, Harrison, because um, D line steering the ship. It's, it's really awkward. something feels it's off. Funky. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really funky. Uh, the vibes are great tonight. Uh, the vibes are great tonight. The Nuggets came out. I thought they played some of their most unselfish basketball that I've seen from them, and you know, at least a couple weeks. They were passing the ball great. They had like no turnovers tonight, just a couple. So I thought, just like from uh, an offensive perspective it was as good as the offenses looked or maybe outside of that Rockets game at least in the first half and that kind of gave them a nice little cushion for the inevitable third quarter letdown but overall I thought the vibes were good I know it was so beautiful to see um all the players were back tonight uh who got the nod who got the podium games tonight the two greens Dos Verdes got the podium game oh at the same time Bones Highland got a podium game, and Nikola Jokic got Serbian Christmas off. Oh, nice. oh man. Good for him. So, uh, I guess tell us about Unk, dude. Unk with the dunks. <laughs> yes. Um, he's got to be the most athletic 35-year-old on the planet. I mean, I wrote this in wind chimes weeks ago now, but he does at least one thing every game athletically where you're just like, what the hell just happened? Like, either a rebound or – just a random play or a dunk. There's at least one thing every game that Jeff Green does that blows your mind. And he had two poster dunks tonight. And Jeff Green was saying how he's buddies with a lot of people on the Kings. And a lot of them were like not giving him shit, but just like kind of surprised that he could dunk like he does. And his two dunks tonight. Like even the Kings were, were surprised about that. Um so yeah. surprising. It was the most surprising thing I've ever seen. Like, you, I mean, like my soul left my body not once but twice this night. It was insane. I did scream. I did scream at my Dude, laptop. It was out of control. Yeah. They were so uh, violent. Yeah. They, were, they were something. They were something else. Uh, the officiating tonight, I'd give like a one out of ten uh, <laughs> to the refs. Um, Jeff, Jeff Green, though, with an impassioned plea for Nico Jokic to get more foul calls. I enjoyed that. Yes, um, he's a nugget man, now. God, we need he's a nugget that. now. Yeah, yes. he is a nugget now. We got an impassioned plea from Jeff and also from Bones. Mm. So uh, a lot of a lot of pleas for more foul calls for the Joker tonight. Uh, Jeff Green talks about how much he loves running pick and roll with Faku, and that was a takeaway tonight. Like Jeff Green rolling to the rim, that can be a problem for defenses, and of course Faku's going to find him and. Now Fokker's playing with that second unit. I don't know how much we're going to get at this going forward because Jeff Green's probably going to go back into the starting lineup. But tonight, those two had some really nice chemistry uh, in that pick and roll. And Jeff said he loves playing with Fokker, of course. That's amazing. God damn it. It was so beautiful to watch. Vote called that out. Did you see uh, how proud he was? He, he was preening during that portion of your report. Um, what else? Did, so uh, who else? Uh, Michael Green, other Green. What did the other Green have to say? Uh, Michael Green, well, he got a surprise start tonight. Uh, Michael Green getting the nod, and he said his focus with that starting unit, he just wanted to run the floor. Uh, he just wanted to secure rebounds, help Denver get out in transition. That was another thing from the first half. 
Denver played at a really nice pace. They got up and down a lot. And, of course, the reason why was because they just got a lot of stops. Their defense was locked in from the start. So uh, that was J. Mike's focus, get the rebound and help this team, you know, get out in transition and run the floor. He was obviously running the floor on that nice dime from the Joker uh, in the first half there. So a nice night from uh, Jamichael Green. And I thought this was interesting and maybe a little hidden uh, theme of tonight, but Popeye Jones pregame talked to the Nuggets about how they got swept by the Kings last year. And uh, Jamichael Green said a couple guys spoke up after that, and it seems like that was a motivating factor tonight. They know they got swept by a very bad team last year, and they wanted to get this win tonight. I, I love hearing that, fellas, because I feel like it's one of the things this team kind of lacks, right? A little bit of that almost like personal grit, right? Like, okay, we're yeah. circling this one on the calendar. Um, remember, like, I always think of Trey Young dropping 40 and 11 and then shushing them in their own building, right? So <laughs> I like hearing them get together and go, you know what we're – like, this year's been tough. You know what we're not doing? We're not rolling over against Sacramento. So I love to hear that. Love it. Yeah, yeah. How was – I'm curious. What was his uh, general demeanor? It's been uh, – Michael Green's been much maligned by internet personalities like me, D-Line. Um, but, but he has a great night like tonight. Like, does – is he coming back to life? Does it feel like maybe there'll be a resurgence? I mean, what is he? Give us the pulse. Um, I'll get to that in a second. I just have to say, you got to cut out, cut out this like D line fake on air news anchor voice. Like I can't. <laughs> can't happen. It's absolutely absurd, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. There's <laughs> just talk like you normally do. Um, no, Michael Green. He was in a great mood tonight. Like, um, he, he played well. He, he had definitely had one of his better games of the season, definitely one of his better games over the last couple of months. He stole a lot of rebounds from Nikola Jokic tonight. That's something he did do. But, um, yeah, he was in a good mood. Um, Harrison, I'd like to ask you in a more demure way, more laid back in a sort of a way that I would normally speak to you. Um, who else spoke tonight? Uh, thank you. <laughs> Jones Highland spoke tonight. Also, we can get to what Popeye Jones says. Usually we hit that at the beginning. That's usually the first guy we talk about, the coach. But we'll, we'll get to him in a second. Um, Bones Highland, a reason that Popeye Jones thought that Bones Highland had a nice game tonight was because he was playing more off the ball. And like Popeye Jones has said this for like two games straight. He thinks – Bones Highland is more of a two guard, not as much of a point guard. Um, Jesus, Adam. And he was off the ball tonight playing with Faku. And, you know, Bones said that was probably a reason why he was able to get loose tonight. You know, he said just having two guys on the floor at the two guard spots that can distribute, uh, get into the lane, that's going to keep the defense off balance. So he really liked playing with Faku. And we're probably going to see a lot more of that. Um, he said, look, it makes the game easy. Um, he can just find open guys and, um, it's just hard to guard when you got two guys who can distribute. Uh, Bones Highland was also talking about Nicola's takeover in the third quarter. And I, like I said, he also had a plea. He made an impassioned plea tonight along with Jeff Green for Jokic to get more foul calls. Um, but 
He said when Jokic came to the huddle after that third quarter burst, he had this little smile. And I got to go back and see if I can find this in the replay. But it probably had something to do with him just absolutely cooking the Kings and something to do with just him not getting any calls tonight. But he was grinning ear to ear when he came back into the huddle uh, late in that third quarter, Bones said. And then Bones on his little shimmy. I don't even know if you can call it a shimmy. It was I called it a boogie. But, um, the Bones nice. boogie? The Bones Boogie. It was a monster match. <laughs> well, first off, who's, who's used the word boogie to describe something uh, that somebody has done since the 1940s? I don't know. Yeah. It just kind of came to me. You don't want to call uh, it like the monster mash or the, the twisteroo or something? Yeah, he said, quote, moves like Jagger. That's how he described it. <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, kid, was there anybody else? Anybody else who spoke tonight, Harrison? Uh, we talked to Popeye, Popeye Jones. And what could be his last game as the Nuggets head coach? Maybe he's got one more, depending on you know when Michael Malone gets back. Maybe he's got one more. But he was loving how Denver opened the game defensively. And he said, when our defense starts you know, playing well in the first quarter, we usually play well after that. Um, he was loving the Faku Jeff Green pick and rolls on the second unit. Um, he said a reason that they started Jamichael Green is that Jeff Green had around a 20-minute limit tonight, him obviously coming off of COVID, but they want to play Jamichael Green also because the Kings start pretty big. They start like a traditional power forward, so he wanted to play Jamichael Green because of that as well. Also, the defensive player of the game tonight, Austin Rivers. Ah, oh, I did not see that one coming. Actually, you I know what? He he was the only guy who could keep a guard in front of him tonight. He only played 17 minutes, though, so that is a little – he's just trying to give him some wins right at this <laughs> I know. This is what Adam's doing for me tonight. This is Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, letting Austin Rivers be spoken of in a glowing manner at the, <laughs> the press conference. That is the reason, what he's looking for. The, the reason he got the chain, uh, he held – Buddy Heald to seven points tonight. And that was something that Popeye Jones was really worried about pregame. How were they going to guard Buddy Heald coming off the bench? And he loved the job Austin Rivers did on him. It was between Austin and Faku for the defensive player of the game chain. Makes sense. Definitely wasn't Monte or Will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Unbelievable. They died oh, on wow. every screen, but all's well that ends well. Uh, guys, what do you think? Should we go around the association? What do you think? Well, really uh, quick, can we take the oh, viewer? Super, chat, super chats. Dev, yeah. dev, 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 go dev. Let's say super chats. That's what we should do. All right. Uh, well, we need a producer. Chat. Kale, is that you? I actually can't read them from here. If you'll read them, please. Uh, for super host D-Line to take a shot of Rakia, we oh, back. Oh, wow. Let's not read that one. Let's go to the uh, next one, please. Okay, next <laughs> one while I get the shot of Rakia ready. That would be very unprofessional for this version of D-Line to take a shot yeah. at Rock. Best game from Jeff Green in a while. Finally looked engaged. Maybe during COVID, he drank a bottle of give-a-shits. Wow. Oh, that's a little rough. It's a little rough, David. Where do you think you buy that from? To give-a-shits? Yeah. Uh, makers of Manischewitz? <laughs> right, next. Hey, that's... Hey, that's racist, All right. Um, <laughs> Adam is unfortunately not here, so I have no idea how to say it. It's Merry Christmas in Serbian, I think. All best to our Denver friends. Your love and support of our brother will not be forgotten. You are true friends. Oh, thanks, David. Hey, that's a real one. That's a real one. You're talking about Jeff Green, right? We'll never forget it. Let's go. 
Um, and then finally coming in from Lance, being a 36-year-old Hooper, I had lost all hope after watching Millsap play. After watching Jeff Green, my hope has returned, and I'm in the gym again. Let's go. Hey, hey, right. I hate to break it to you, Lance. You're not going to do that. It's not going to look like that when you when you jump. <laughs> yeah, he was amazing. God damn Everybody Oh, was- let's go around the association. Let's what make think, this guys? fast. Let's make it fast. Well, do you want to drive? You want to drive this, Dev? Why don't you go through? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's take a look at it. We have the, the Sixers uh, against the Spurs. It looks like the Sixers pulled it off. Uh, Joe Embiid with 31 points. I think he had a set a record uh, with like seven straight games of 30 points. Wow. 30 free throw attempts for Joe Embiid in this one. 30? Wow. No, I'm 15. kidding. Yeah, oh, 30 no, what's funny is I believed you. So, yeah, it's yeah. believable, right? Yeah, it is. Sixers twice. Oh, okay, there we go. Um, Dejounte Murray has seventeen. I mean, twenty-seven and a minus sixteen. They were, they, were, they got blown out. Really, is what it looks like. Let's bounce around to to the Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks Let's bounce around to the Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks went one twenty-one to one hundred nine to Brooklyn. Nets without Kyrie Irving. Man. So they're better without oh wait, no, they lost. Just kidding. Man, this oh I let's let's say this without getting into even one inch of this, but my god, this Kyrie Irving thing is exhausting. Uh okay, we let's go. That covers Kyrie. Yep. James Harden, he's honestly, I don't understand how he's so bad the night now. He's not like he's not bad, but he's not good. He's not the same anymore. I don't know what happened. Like when guys are just the same as him. It's pretty wild to me. Also uh, Bobby G guys Bobby. and bottoms to Bones Highland. <laughs> Bobby right, twenty five and twelve. Wish you guys were here. So we go to Toronto versus Utah. Utah finally loses. Um they're playing without everybody. And it looks like they set everyone down in this game. They led for a long, like, portion of the game. But, um, you know, they came back. Uh, Toronto came back and won. Um, Fred Van Vliet had 37 points. Like, he's good. Freddie he's- Delvet. I think this was the non-Jazz, though. I think their entire team was out tonight. The entire team. Yeah. yeah. Like Even more than was it out against us? Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. like, work. Yeah. Man, oh, they yeah. started Double. Elijah Hughes, Eric Paschal, Hassan Whiteside, Trent Forrest, and Jared Butler today. Trent you know Forrest Good. started. So I'm glad that other teams are getting games that are just essentially schedule losses by being forced to just have rosters you've never heard of before. It's not just the Nuggets. What a ridiculous year. <laughs> Chicago, uh, they, they won against uh, Washington Wizards. Um, I mean, two of the former uh, Nuggets coaches go at it uh, with each other. Oh. Or, or do, you, just do, you root, do you root more for AK in Chicago, Dev, or Wes Unseld in Washington? I think AK. Uh, I think just because the Bulls haven't been good in a long time, and they don't really have, like, a real star, and they're starting to win games. Like, I think that you could root for those guys over at the Bulls. You don't have guys that you need. Hmm? DeRozan erasure, but fair enough. <laughs> nice. I love a sly comment that like that, like that that completely stops the guys. Shout out to Yeah. Hey, oh, okay. let's go. Yeah. 
Yeah, in this game, it looks like they had six players in double digits. Like, the Bulls are balanced. They're just balanced. Man, the goddamn Bulls. I hate how good they are. It makes me sick to my stomach. Or maybe that's the Rocky I just had. Yeah, it could be the Rocky. You're, you're you're a natural born hater also, so that yeah I am I am. Listen, you know what it is is that when it comes to my own, I'm such a lover that I have no room in my heart for anyone else. Every other team can get wrecked, as far as I'm concerned. That's a that's a good one. That's a good one. We go over to Dallas. Dallas uh, blows out uh, Houston. Uh, looks like that's without um, Luca. Um, one thirty to one hundred six. Um, Houston's not good. Like uh, they thought that Christian Wood was, was going to like change things around. Kevin Porter was going to change things oh. around. Nope, they still blow. So like, there's just so not- bad. <laughs> that team nice. sucks. We go over to Minnesota versus OKC. Minnesota blows out OKC um, yet again. Um, one thirty-five to one hundred five. They put up some uh, some points. Uh, Anthony Edwards has twenty-four points. D'Angelo Yo, Russell, 27. Anthony Hedrick is a plus 31 in this game. <laughs> that dude looks good, good, really. And, and dude, he was six for, six for nine from three. I, I don't understand. Is he the greatest three-pointer of all, shooter of all time? Well, they got him. They Everyone thinks that he's uh, Michael Jordan's son. So, like, there might be something to it. <laughs> no, he is Michael Jordan's son. Just Google you know it. They look exactly um, like I looked over there. There looks like there's a Fairview High School basketball player that was a minus 30 in the game. Uh, Josh, <laughs> minus thirty. <laughs> Not my favorite part about this segment is that we just keep losing co-hosts unannounced. They just dip out. I was about to drop out too, just to keep the bit up. Actually, also a minus twenty-nine. Uh, then we uh, go over. Is this to close it out? Yep. Well, we'll just close it anyway. We'll go to the Lakers. Uh, Lakers just got a win over Atlanta. Um, what? Sorry. What happened, happened right? to the Hawks? Remember when the Sixers couldn't beat the Hawks in the playoffs? That was awesome. Yeah. Um, LeBron goes berserk as he's been doing. He has 32, 9, and 8 um, in the game. Westbrook has 9, 13, and 11. So I'm glad that he didn't get that uh, triple double that I know he was desperately going after. Yeah. <laughs> Spare us. Thank 4, you. 14. <laughs> Doing everything in his power to try to get it. Uh, Carmelo goes for 17 points. Like, whatever. Whatever. Carmelo and Anthony catching all-star votes this year. Adam's back. Oh, what's up, Adam? Oh, we're, we're, we're still around the show? Uh, no, yeah, we're no, around, we're actually, going around the eight, bro. We're really yeah, we're right going, about we're, to wrap up, actually. One more super chat to hit real quick. One more super chat to hit. What is, Make a transmission with barbecue with Wagyu beef and beer while talks of basketball. Cheers from Argentina. Cheers, uh, sir. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. All right, should we start our weekend? Dev wants to go. Yeah, I can tell. Is that yeah. the, uh, Dev's been wanting to go since uh, midway through the first segment of yesterday's show. Uh, guys, <laughs> what a what an episode! What a show, guys. We, we you brought the heat. Adam brought the heat. Dev brought the heat. Uh, Harrison, a hater. Um, not sad to see him go at all. But the Nuggets win. All is right in the universe. Hopefully we can turn this into something. Adam's premonitions are correct. This is the beginning of something big. This is the beginning of a run for the Denver Nuggets. Um, all of the ingredients are there. It's just up to them to grab and take hold of it. I believe they can do it. I know that you all believe they can do it. Everyone, have a fantastic weekend. Come check out our tailgate tomorrow. Last one of the season. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. We'd love to see you there. And uh, let's go. Let's <laughs> go.
The ad's so nice, we read it twice. Green Mountain Dental Group, they're our friends and friends if you have waited too long to brush your teeth and you have to schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. You might as well do it at Green Mountain Dental Group because when you do, you receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. They're the best. They're big Colorado sports fans. They're friends of ours. So help them out. Looking to take care of your teeth? Do it with Green Mountain Dental Group, the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro.